This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Live stream you have been waiting for. Uh, I did one at 7 o'clock, kind of sparked by a video from Graham Stephan. Hopefully you've seen that. But if not, this is your daily financial news for Monday, August 9th. And we will get started first with a 4.5 billion dollar cash deal. Yes, folks, a privately held company called Cargill is spending $4.5 billion in cash. That's a that's a lot of can you imagine how big that is? Like you just roll up with hundreds, $4.5 billion in cash to buy Sanderson Farms. Uh, again, look, private company Cargill. Actually, surprisingly, you may not be aware of this, but Cargill, I believe, is still the largest privately held company that no one has heard of. I had actually never heard of them until I called on them for my software career and was shocked at how big Cargill is. Do yourself a favor, look them up. It's, I believe it's spelled C-A-R-G-I-L-L, Cargill. Next up, we have a couple of earnings today, although earnings are, are slowing down tremendously. The last two weeks have been very earnings heavy. They are really slowing down. Uh, we are going into probably an important week with Fed speak and, of course, CPI tomorrow, Consumer Price Index and PPI the following day. So very inflation-oriented. Uh, we got an earnings report from U.S. Foods. Uh, they beat top and bottom. Uh, another one from Tyson Foods beat top and bottom. How bad were the analysts this quarter, right? This is peak earnings. Everyone's crushing it. I think it's still, I think it's 93% of companies are beating earnings. Never seen it that much. So uh, back to Tyson Foods. Sorry, I digress. Uh, they actually highlighted that restaurants reopening uh, is a big deal. Uh, and they see that going forward into the second half. Berkshire Hathaway, often called Warren Buffett's company, uh, has seen a rebound in business. Uh, basically, their railroads and energy companies are back to producing they saw a 21% uptick in operational profit. If you know anything about Warren Buffett's company, his earnings are often um, not as clean as we would like because he has to report his stock portfolio as well. That's why he talks about operating profit. So again, operating profit up 21%. Uh, I think there's a couple of interesting downgrades, one for a company, one for a sector that is something you and I should watch for. First off, the downgrade of a company, Dollar Tree, right? This probably bode probably the same for Dollar General. I don't know why not, but only Dollar Tree was highlighted. Dollar Tree was downgraded for two reasons. And again, I'm telling you, inflation is real. What are they downgraded for? One, freight. It costs a lot, of, lot to ship stuff. If you're getting stuff from China, that $2,000 40-foot container is now $21,000. That's pretty hard to make up when your price is a dollar, right? Where you, can't, you, squint, you can't squeeze margin that much. They may have to change their name to $2 or $3 store. 
equally important. They are finding it more difficult to hire employees. They are having to raise salaries. Folks, I put out a 50-year report on Saturday, I think, that you need to watch. You need to go watch it. I think it was 74 and 1974 and 75. It might have been 1975 and 76 where we saw wage inflation 20% in two years. We could really see wage inflation. But remember, look what happens next because this is a series of dominoes and wage inflation is real. So Dollar General, I'm sorry, Dollar Tree, I'm supposing Dollar General. It was not highlighted, but I assume it should be. Pretty much any discount retailer, freight, shipping, wages. You can only hit margin so much. And again, we need to watch that. Second was a downgrade of an entire sector. Restaurants, publicly traded restaurants were downgraded because they are having a remarkably hard time hiring people. They have to dramatically increase wages just to get people in the door. And they're having to give bonuses. All of this stuff is going to hit the bottom line. When I say hit the bottom line, it means profit. They are going to be less profitable. And just like Chipotle, Chipotle, I highlighted it like 90 days ago, maybe four months ago in our daily streams. Yes, folks, we do daily streams right on this channel for more than two years now, almost three years. Uh, Chipotle is interesting because they just said, you know what? We are going to raise the price of your burrito bowl, raise the price of your burritos. I think it was 4%, but again, across the board, restaurants are going to have to raise prices. It just has to. Uh, something going on is interesting. If Again, if you're watching the world economy as I do, uh, oil has been falling for the last three or four days. And the only reason oil would fall is because the expectations are for more shutdowns. And what we are seeing is China and Australia are having lockdowns. Uh, I am certainly not calling for any uh, lockdowns in the U.S. Fingers crossed. I hope we don't do that again. Uh, but again, there are demand constraints going on around the world. China and Australia are ones to watch uh, because, again, China usually imports 10 million barrels. Is that, that must be a month. Yeah, 10 million barrels, barrels a month. They've been under that for four months in a row and declining. So again, we can't trust a lot of data coming out of China. At least I don't trust data that comes out of China. But you know what? When they buy less oil barrels, that tells you something. And their economy is slowing down. It was interesting this morning. I haven't looked at gold and silver for a long time, but it looks like gold and silver are down to the four-month low. If you happen to be watching this and you track gold and silver, maybe you, uh, you're heavy into that, let me know what you think. Uh, the only thing I could think of the why it would be down is people are expecting the Fed to raise rates earlier than expected. So maybe people are selling and going to cash. Don't know. But again, I thought it was really odd with the inflation numbers we have been seeing that gold and silver are down. My expectation is because people expect bond prices or interest rates to go up. But again, if you watch that market much closer than I, leave a comment below. I would love to hear from you. Good old Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger. I don't know if you guys have seen them or there was an interview done with them that I saw this morning. <laughs> Charlie Munger, uh, Warren Buffett is known for some great one-liners like, hey, you know, you get to see who's swimming naked when the market goes bad, stuff like that. But Charlie Munger says, 
Diversification is for the know-nothing investor. Oh, ouch! Charlie Munger went on to say that there were several times in his career where he had more than 75% of his net worth in one asset. And again, uh, Charlie Munger is saying that the know-nothing, that is no as in K-N-O-W, know-nothing investor, should be diversified. But again, if you are a professional, diversification is uh, less than optimal. I thought that would shock a lot of the financial markets out there or the financial educators who preach diversification. Good old Charlie Munger with the one-liner. One thing I wanted to talk about is a notion called positive carry. Positive carry is something that um, I think is going to become very interesting going forward as rates stay low. Uh, The ability to borrow at, say, three and earn six, that is called positive carry. That is something I am looking at doing. If you remember last Friday, the last video with Stephen Dow from last Friday, I talked about something I'm doing in my portfolio. Uh, Basically, I'm going out borrowing at X rate because I know I can get a better rate going forward. So again, something to look at is positive carry. Get fixed rate debt. Make sure your yield, or what I call in my course yield, is above the fixed rate debt by multiple points. And again, make sure the asset produces cash. If we are going into an environment of low rate and high inflation, a la the 70s, go watch that 50-year report. There is something to behold there. Uh, Something else to watch is Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs just said, by 2022, sometime in 2022, he expects the um, unemployment rate to be at a 50-year low. First off, I hope he's right, or hope they're right, I should say. It's not a person, it's a company. But what I have to look at is if we get back to an unemployment rate of, say, 3.5%, what does that mean? What does that mean? Well, that probably means that we've had significant wage inflation because we have companies competing for employees. It probably means we have more inflation than we would like. And, oh, by the way, we've got to to protect our cash and earn a positive carry, as we talked about earlier. But, yeah, wage inflation is like a boiling pot of water. It's just under the surface, and right now the Fed is not paying attention, in my opinion. I don't know if you saw it this morning, but I've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks. The U.S. debt ceiling topic is uh, going to become increasingly talked about. Janet Yellen is out this morning basically imploring Democrats and Republicans to come together to raise it. Uh, I don't think any of them are going to pay attention for several weeks, but it will be coming a problem going forward. And then lastly, multifamily. Uh, I got an article from The Real Deal. If you want to know real estate information, you want to know one of the data sources I look at daily, it is called The Real Deal. Looks like $53 billion in multifamily was was traded or sold or bought, whatever you want to call that, in Q2, April to June. $53 billion. Cap rates are crashing low interest rate, bridge debt, horrible financing structures, but still $53 billion were done. And by comparison, last year, under $20 billion was done uh, April to June of 2020. So lots of stuff going on. So that's what I got for you this morning. The daily financial news. We do this every day at 730, of course, except on Thursday when we do it at 7. Have a wonderful day. 
I should be speaking with our first expert, Greg Dickerson, here in about 10 to 15 minutes. Bye.